We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more with your hosts, Tom the Blade, and myself, Uncle Frank. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. All right, on today's show, I've been listening, I've been going back and listening to a lot of Tom's Motivational Mondays, and I couldn't believe that the very first motiva- Motivational Monday that he recorded was back in January. January. Yes, it's crazy. You've just been putting them out, churning them out. Man. And I'm going back and I'm listening to them. And well, I should be getting a race soon. I'm you hoping. should, <laughs> for sure. I got to give you some more airtime, man. What I'm noticing, though, is that you continue to churn these things out. And I go back and I listen to them. And I'm like, you know what? Tom is incredibly motivating. He is motivated to motivate you. And I want it to mo I want it to motivate me even more. So what we're talking about today is resistance training. It's a it's a lot more than just training your muscles. It's about training your brain and making sure that you're always staying on top of your game. How do we do that? What do we do? What situations are we putting ourselves into? And how do we know when we're no longer training? We're just kind of just keeping up with the status quo. Uh, one of the one of the biggest Monday, uh, motivational Mondays that sticks with me is liars. And that's kind of what I wanted to base today's show off of, too, in the resistance training is you know, we in in the motivational Monday talks about we are our biggest liars. We always we're the reason that we don't get started on something because we lie to ourselves. And Tom can tell you better than anyone because he wrote the damn thing <laughs> how he stays on top of his game. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you, Frank, for saying those nice things. Uh, it, it's not easy coming up with them every week, but, you know, always something happens that brings to mind a certain thought that I read about or something you said. Or And now we talked earlier, right before we went on recording, you, we talked about some things that got me kind of angrily motivated to write something yes. for next Monday. <laughs> so I'm always trying to find something to motivate me, right? Because we, we all need that one thing in the morning that gets us out of bed. I mean, that's one of the hardest things. And that's the first battle in the day, right? Getting out of bed. So we have to find a reason. What's going to get my feet on the floor so I can get up and get after it? We don't want to wave the flag and give up on the first battle of the day because we've already lost the day and we haven't even gotten our butt out of the bed. So that's one of the things that I always look for. And it's true. It's like you were saying, nobody lies to ourselves more than we lie to ourselves. And the biggest lie that we always tell ourselves is I can't. Right. Oh, man. That's the biggest lie we always tell ourselves. So 
we have to get to a point where we start telling ourselves, I can. And it's not easy, right? It's no, no. A, two simple words, I can. But it's so, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. And it, one of the funniest things that we talked earlier about uh, some of the clients I have at the gym, the girl, I, I came up with this routine. And it's like a cardio weightlifting machine, weight uh training uh routine where you have to go through these certain sec- exercises and she's going and she's really pumping it out i mean she's giving it her all and at the end <laughs> it was a, a routine where i have this giant sandbag and you pick it up because we don't we don't have a big tire in the gym so it's this the sandbag we're just lifting it and tossing it and the whole time she keeps telling my telling me i can't do it i can't do it but the whole time she's doing it right and then I just kept telling her, you know, she's like, I can't, I can't. The whole time she's picking it up and pushing it. What was she doing? She was lying to herself. But I kept sitting there telling her, uh-huh. And I was like, come on, come on. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to her. So finally, she stopped listening to herself. She stopped listening to her own lies and realized she was doing it. And she could do it. And she did do it. And that's one of the things of working with these people at the gym. You see they, things that they thought they never could do, they're doing it. And the change in their mindset, their change in the approach when they walk into the gym. When I first started working with them, you know, they kind of nervous, not sure what they could do. But as they started seeing that they could do these things, right, they no longer lied to themselves that I can't do these things. I'm not capable of these things. This is something other people do. You start seeing that confidence, right? They start walking in with almost a swagger because they're doing things that other people aren't doing that have been there longer than them can't do what they're doing now. Yeah. And it, it's 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 motivating to them. It's motivating to me, right? Because now I have to keep coming up every day. When I wake up now, I've got to get up ready to go because this person's going to show up expecting me to motivate them and get them going to keep them on that trajectory. I've got to be at that level too. So, you know, and that's what we have to do. And it's just a simple thing going from I can't to I can. And when we do that, it's like a switch in our life that's going to change our lives Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's that goes back to how do we resist from giving in? How do you continue to drive through that pain, through that deception, through that unwillingness to want to change? Because as humans, we are programmed to stay within a certain comfort zone. Right. Because our brains tell us, hey, this is a safe spot. Yes. You know? Our brain doesn't like discomfort. Yeah, exactly. It does not. Exactly. Right. So those of us that are going out and finding new ways to be uncomfortable, whether it's through training, whether it's through tr- trying to ask for something, negotiating, um, going into interviews, uh, meeting new people, talking about new things, having difficult conversations with our loved ones, with our friends, family members. Those are those uncomfortable situations that keep you motivated and keep you willing to to drive forward because you want that new outcome. You want that new feeling. And like you said, you begin to crave it. You begin to have this swagger and to not have it, you know, you know, after listening to your motivational Monday stuff, sometimes I feel like. I could unintentionally become some sort of adrenaline junkie because I want to continue 
to push what I know. I want to ask those crazy questions. I want to dig just a little bit deeper. Right. Um, I want to really find out what I'm made of. And I, I can't do that unless I resist giving in. Right. Think about all those things. You just you just said a list of things. You talked about training. You talked about conversations, negotiations. All of those are what? Uncomfortable situations, right? Exactly. That's those times are when we have our true growth. That's when growth occurs. It's like they always say, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, uncomfortable. because it's yes. in those uncomfortable situations that we have true growth. If you're always comfortable, there's no growth happening. It's a, And I always have to harken back to training these clients. I tell them, the easy reps in the beginning, nothing's happening, right? We're just building up to that point of discomfort. And once we get to that discomfort and those hard reps, when it's really burning and we want to stop, that's when we're growing. We're growing physically. I tell them too. And those times when I put them through these routines where it's just, I tell them, look, this is all about getting through it, right? You're going to want to stop. You're going to want to quit. But no, we built our muscles. Now we're going to build our mind muscle, right? We built our physical muscles. Now we're building that willpower muscle. It's called a will. It's called willpower, not won't power. And yep. we're building that willpower and they start doing it and they start seeing it. And they and uh, and uh, we had that other motivational Monday called the Phoenix, right? When you yes. burn, you got burn, you feel that burn and you just want to quit, but you don't. And like the Phoenix, once everything's burned away, we burn away that weakness, that quit mentality, that I can't mentality, you rise stronger, better, just like that Phoenix. And that's how you do it. And it's not, it doesn't happen overnight, right? No, it takes practice. Not. It yes. takes practice. And it's in the little things, those little things like we talk about the discipline blade. It's those little things we don't think matter, right? It's all those little things. And once you get used to doing those little things, that's when you can able to, you're able to do the big things. And when yep. you, can, you can get into those situations of, unco of uncomfortability and you can persevere and you can get through it and you can truly grow physically, mentally, spiritually, we start becoming stronger you know, as, a, as a person. Absolutely, because we're continuously testing our, our wits. You know, you, that that old saying, well, you've got me at my wits end. Guess right. what? It's time for a new end. Right? right. It's time to to grow those wits to have a new stopping point to where right. now I'm uncomfortable because I don't know what to do after this. Right. That's where we we find out what we can do based right. on everything that we've come across in in training our minds and training our attitudes. You know, right. it, it it all depends on your attitude and your willingness to be okay with learning. Right. right? We always right. talk about that too. You know, hey, if we 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 have no losing days. Right. If if we're not winning, we're learning. Exactly. And if you can learn, if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to be okay to stay in a continuous student mindset of always right. learning on those things around you, when it comes time, you will have those wins. Those exactly. little wins That's are right. going to make those huge wins feel normal. Right. Right, right. And one of the things you ask, well, how do we do that? How do we do That's what we always ask ourselves. The, the, the key to it, the, and what I believe in is, as long as you have a why, when, you, when, you're at, when you're at your, you say your wit's in, 
fall back on your why. Remember why you did this, why you started in the first place. If you have a strong enough why, you'll always find a how, right? The how will take care of itself. You have to focus, take your focus off of how, how am I going to do this to why do I need to do this? And once that becomes clear, once you see that, that, that point of light in the darkness, right? You know where to go. You, you redirect yourself. Okay. I'm heading towards that light. I'm heading towards that mountaintop. I'm heading towards that finish line. We get too focused on the road right in front of us. We're looking down, you know, look up, look where you're headed. You're going to lose your direction. You're going to lose your focus. Focus in on the why and you will find a how I promise you. Oh, absolutely. That, that goes without a doubt. As Whenever whenever someone explains something to you and you don't understand the why, you feel like it's a burden. But once someone explains to you why they need this done or why they're doing these things, well, now you might be motivated to help them achieve their goals. Right. Right. Like your clients, once they have once they hear it in their own mind, in their own voice. Well, this is why I'm working out. I want to have that bikini body. I want right. to be able to take my shirt off at the pool for the right. guys. You know, I, I want to I want my significant other to find me physically attractive, more physically attractive than they already do. Right. Right. Once they hear that, that sets off a chain reaction the motivation now is is you know balled up into a tiny ball thrown out the window now they're relying simply on on habits and and discipline to get them where they want to go because now they know exactly why the why is their roadmap you know the the end point is what it is they want and you help them get there with that Exactly. Like as soon as they come in, you come in, you tell me, I, I just want to learn how to work out. Well, work out for what? What? What is what is our goal? There's a million ways to work out. Do you want to look like a bodybuilder? Is that what you're trying to go for? Do you want to look like one of these crossfitters that looks really fit? Do you want to look really thin? So your whole point just to get lean, just to lose a lot of body fat. Once you tell me what it is you want, that you're coming, you're paying your good money to come in, in here mm-hmm. and listen to me talk and, and, and to follow what I'm going to tell you to do. Once you tell me why you're coming in, now I can help you the best that I can. And as soon as you, you're giving me my why, right? You're giving yeah. me why you're here. Okay, I'm going to find out how to get you there. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And your why is your reason, right? Exactly. You it's it's your why is so many different things. Everyone's perception is their own reality. And when you understand what their reality is, you can then use their their words to help guide them. Because a lot of us, we understand things differently. And when we can empathize with those people and really hear what they're saying, then we all can truly understand each other and and help each other get where we're trying to go. That is yeah. for sure. Right. And we talked about last week with that when we did the review of the uh, my octopus teacher <laughs> and we talked about the man. Right. Yeah. We talked about it and I said he lost his priorities to me in, a, in just a very short way of saying I thought he lost his why. Why was he doing everything in life? His why. And he finally refocused and the octopus helped him to find his why again was his son having a relationship with his son. He had forgotten about that. He had lost focus. He thought it was about filming. He thought it was about editing. No, his why 
was having that relationship with his son and the how the octopus showed him how how to do it. And that's, you know, he had to refocus and find his why again. And once he did that, what happened? He was happy again. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. You summed that up. Dude, our, that last episode could have been three minutes that you just yeah. explained. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the, uh, the cliff notes really, version. Like the bo- for real, like the bottom line was he really lost his way. He lost his reason. And sure enough, man, that's all he wanted was sure. to have a better relationship with his son. And we all do that. We all forget our why sure. a lot of the time. We all do. I do. But, but when we, we're at our, like you said, when we're at our wits end, if we can find our why again, remember our why, we'll get back on track. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So a uh, little, little bit of information on me. Uh, a management position recently became available. Mm-hmm. And I was, I immediately thought to myself, I wonder what that interview scenario looks like i'm gonna apply so i told my i told my boss and i told the the director that's hiring for that position hey i'm gonna apply for this and one of the first questions was why here why now and immediately in my head i'm thinking i want to i want to live in that um uncomfortable stage i want to go through this process but the reality is there was a a while back a management position came available and i didn't go for it and the person that got it i became jealous because i was like why couldn't that have been me i i lived with that but ultimately i i told that person because he was a good friend i was like hey man you know, um, the reason I'm being so hard on you because he got the job and I worked under him and I was like, I was giving him crap every day when I got to work because I had I had some animosity built up because I felt like I should have been there, but I didn't try. And now, now let me ask you, I, let me cut you off. Now, who does this sound exactly like? Think about what we talked about before we went on the show. Right, right. And that's exactly. Right. Yes. And and I owned up to it, though. I, yes, I, had, a, I had a conversation yeah. with him. I said, look, man, the reason I'm being so hard on you is because I'm jealous right. and I don't want to live in that anymore. Right. But I want you to know that I'm going to do what it takes to make you look good because I want you to win. That's right. And I started I started redoing, you know, reprioritizing what I was doing and how I spoke to him so that the rest of our team members also looked up to him now in this position, because I was, I I, I think I was taking that away from him on how critical I was being of him. Um, And so this time around, I saw this position come available and I said, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and wonder if I would have been chosen. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to give it my absolute everything. I want to knock these people's socks off when I come out of that interview so that if they pick someone else, it would be because this person prepared even more than I did. You know, there's right. there's a right fit for every team. I would love to be that fit, but I I do understand that it might not be me, but I'm going to give it everything I got and I'm not going to live in regret thinking about the what if. I'm not going to live that should have lifestyle. Right. I'm going to say I did it and I either made it or I learned from the process because right. I'm going to have so many takeaways from that interview. Right. 
And you can live with that, right? You can live with that result if you give your bet. Right. If someone Absolutely. beats you, right? Well, like I'm a big sports guy and I'm, I'm like we've said before, I'm very competitive. If a guy can beat me, right? If he can just flat out beat me, hey, I can live with that. And I can learn what did I, where were my failure? What, what was I weak at? How can I get better so this guy doesn't beat me next time? I can, but if I just showed up lazy and didn't feel like, and I didn't give my all, that's what I can't live with because I didn't give my best, right? Yeah. But if somebody just flat out beats me, hey, more power to him. I don't have any animosity towards him, no jealousy. Hey, man, kudos, man. Good on you, man. You got one on me, man. That's yeah. No hard feelings. And I love that. But you talked about you started to make this guy look good. We talk about the discipline blade. We talk about, you know, uh, samurais and stuff. Samurai literally means to serve. We have mm-hmm. to become a good servant before we can become a great leader. Right. Yes. And that's what you were become. You you were great. You were serving this guy. Not, you know, in a. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I know right. We're, 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 they're helping this guy. We want to yes. do the best that we can so that we can step into those shoes at a later point and become a great leader ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. I had to give me a little drink there. There you go. Oh, love my HTO, man. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. You know, um, turning that around too, you know, with with the whole theme of the show in in resistance is being able to be mindful of your state of mind. Yeah, you know, for a little while I was living in a really bad spot, blaming blaming this guy for taking that leap. Yeah. You know, when it was really me being too afraid of failure, being too afraid of well, hell, what you know, what if I what if I did get the job? Well, you know, <laughs> yes. so, the, the fear of success is a yeah. very real thing. It right? sure the hell is, man. It's oh, like the dog when he's chasing that car. Well, what, what does he do once he catches it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we don't want to be like that dog sometimes. That can be paralyzing. Yes. But knowing, hey, this is something I'm going after the the response, the repercussions. I have to live with that. And I have to go in knowing it's a 50-50. You know, like you said, I can live with knowing that I gave it everything I had and I didn't make it to the top as opposed to not even taking that first step. Because the hell with that. I lived there for a little while. I know what that feels like. And it's a burning pit in the stomach. And it does not feel good. That's right. Yeah. And I don't recommend it to anyone. And the cool thing is in in this whole situation, uh, a guy from work, actually, uh, Kelvin, big shout out to you, man, listening. He actually inspired me to apply for the position because he told I keep you know, I keep telling him every time I see him, hey, man, when are you going to apply for this or what's the next step? What are you looking to go for. And he applied for a position um, that was, you know, a a couple of steps above where he's at now, which was for a a, uh, consulting position within our company. And I told him, man, you should apply for it. He's like, well, I don't think I'll get it. That doesn't matter. It shows that you're hungry. It shows that you're after it. Not only that, but you're going to get the experience of what kind of questions they're asking, what they're really looking for. That's going to tell your manager, okay, I have someone with ambition that wants to be here. I can start grooming them. I can start training them. I can start putting them in those uncomfortable situations to where he will grow. That's right. And he applied for it. And he just found out today that he didn't get it, 
But he came up to me today and he was like, man, I honestly may not have applied for that position had you not pushed me to do it. And had I not listened to your you and, and Tom and even, you know, he's been listening since we had Shane. Right. Oh, oh I awesome. mean, he, for, for a while, he was just like, man, it's good advice. And, you know, even he, I told him, you know, I'm a little afraid to apply for this position because I don't see myself in that light. But because of him, I applied for it. I'm going all in, That's you know. Right. And 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 I'm not going to say that I didn't try. I'm not going to live with the fact that I didn't try. I will live with, hey, I gave it everything I got. I find out tomorrow. Well, I have my interview tomorrow. It was just Monday that I told all these people that I was going to apply. Called me today, said, hey, get ready. You know, get your game face on because your interview's tomorrow. And one of my friends asked me, are you ready for this interview? And I said, man, I wake up ready. That's right. I wake Stay up. Stay ready. That's right. That's right. I'm always, always thinking about that. What if someone asks me this? Do I have my, my elevator pitch? Should I run into somebody, right. you know, that I would really like to talk to? You know, I wow. What does that look like? Um, right. I always try to stay as ready for the unknown, right? We have no idea. Right. And right. I don't you, know what I'm getting ready for. That's right. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. That's right. Always that's be right. ready. Oh, that's my right. goodness. Yeah. So, man, I, I, I can't thank you enough, you know, for coming up with the stuff that you do for your motivational Monday. Hopefully everybody that listens to the regular show also gets a chance. You know, I stay up late and I edit these things. I release them at 3:15 every Monday morning and it I listen to it as soon as I wake up cuz I know I got that ding on my phone. It's, hey, it, it's out. Wake up put my headphones on and I'm listening to it as I'm getting ready. I listen to it again in the truck because my kids are in the truck with me. I'm taking them to school and they're listening to these words and they're, okay. they're, they're learning how to think differently. My son always asks me, well, what does that mean? Well, what does it mean to you? Right. I don't know what this word means. Tell me what you think it means. There's no obviously there's a a definition for particular words, but it could mean many different things to different people. That's right. And, and, you know, my kids are eight and six. I want them to question everything. I want them to want to be ready. That's right. Uh, And and I man, it's so awesome to have. Well, that man, uh, I appreciate you telling me that. That's very inspiring to me. That gets me even more motivated to do. I wish sometimes that I would record the process of me coming up with these things. Sometimes I just I don't know what to say. I have no ideas flowing through my brain. It'll be two in the morning. I'll be at my side job. I'll be Friday night. I'm going to be at my side job trying to come up with a, a speech for Monday. And, you know, sometimes I just don't know what to say and I'll just. Somebody will say something that'll trigger something. I'll read something and it'll just from that little seed. I just like go off. Right. It's like mm-hmm. I'm, I imagine myself having a discussion with somebody and just going off on it. And I always try to time it down to two minutes. <laughs> so and I'm there and I'll reread it and reread it and reread it. And then it's funny is that when I go to record it because I don't record it at that time, I have to wait till I get home. 
And when I sit down and actually read it out loud, okay, well, this doesn't sound right. I can't believe I even said this. And then I have to go to you know, to edit it. And then it takes, you know, about 20 takes to get it said right. And somebody, a dog barks, a car punks his horn. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. It's, a, it's a real, it's a, it's like an ordeal, honestly, but it's something I enjoy doing it and I look at it as a challenge. But b- believe me, uh, and sometimes I'm like, man, I don't even think anybody's listening to these things, right? But when you're telling me this, you know, that man, that really inspires me. And it, man, it makes me feel good. And man, it, you, you made my day telling me that. Heck yeah, dude. Um, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, like I said before, I'm in awe of some of the stuff that you say. Um, one of the episodes was, uh, you know, our superheroes, you know, they're not coming They're right. We have to be the heroes that we want to be it, whether it's for us, our kids, the people that we work with, we have to be the example and we have to be the leadership for everything that goes on in our life because batman's not going to show up superman's not coming wonder woman's not there those ladies that are out there listening to the show the way you carry yourself is the way other people may want to carry themselves because you're strong you're courageous you're out there taking that first step and that's what it's all about Right. Sometimes it's as simple and it's as it may sound silly when you're in a situation, you don't know what to do. What is this guy in the in the movies that I idolize? What would he do in this situation and do it now? If it's Superman, you're not going to take off and fly. Right. But <laughs> there's these guys that we always say, man, they always do the right time, right thing at the right time. They always know what well, what would they do in this? Situ- not now you do it. Right. And somebody's looking to you. It's your child. It's your family member. It's your friend. They're going to be following your example. You can set that example. You can be that superhero in your life. You have to be because yeah. like we just said, no other superheroes showing up. You have to be that person. You're the main character in this book of life that you're writing. What would your favorite character in the other books do? Start doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. You And, and it's up to you. You have to be the one that decides that this is what you want. Because somebody, us out here telling you, oh, well, this is what you should try. This is what you should, you know, attempt. Nah, the the decision has to be made in your mind. And you have to be the one to take that first step. Nobody can take that action. Right. Nobody wants to open a book and say, hey, he saw a challenge. He quit and gave up the end. Nobody wants that book. Right. Nobody wants to read a book like that. They want to read the book. Oh, he saw this challenge and he went to work. He started working hard every day. Those are the shows, the movies that get us motivated. Well, that what does that tell you? That's what you need to do. Yeah. Right. One of my most favorite quotes is from Gladiator. Okay. When uh, Gladiator says, uh, what we do in life echoes in eternity. He said that right before a battle. It's all right. Man, such powerful words. Because we're only here for a short amount of time, but what we've done with that time, you know, people are still talking about Bruce Lee. People are still talking about Michael Jordan. People are still talking about, you know, dead presidents. People are talking about inventors, Thomas Edison and, you know, Nikola Tesla. What they did with their short amount of time on this earth is are examples to people right. that's what 
people want to be. That's what people want to do. Is what you're doing what you want people to remember you by? Correct. Oh, you mentioned Bruce Lee. One of my favorite quotes uh, that he said. I don't know if he came up with it, but he said, uh, "Knowledge is not enough. You must apply." Yeah. Right. All these people, you know, we read all these books, we know oh, all these true. quotes and all that stuff. We know all of it, but we never apply it. it. Knowing it isn't enough. You have to apply that knowledge that you've gained. You've got to put it into my favorite word, action. You got to do. And then you brought up Gladiator at the very beginning of the movie. One of my favorite uh, quotes in that movie, because Gladiator, I mean, I love that movie. They're fighting those those German barbaric tribes, right? Mm-hmm. They're getting ready, mm-hmm. and one of the people says to Maximus, "When when does a per, when does an army needed? When do they know to give up?" And uh, Maximus told them, "Well, would you, right? Some people just don't have that quit, right? They just yeah. don't know when to quit. They don't accept they're defeated. This barbaric tribe would not accept that. They, you know, unfortunately for <laughs> them, you know, Maximus had to go in there and." and put a stomping on them but um yeah man uh, glad you're such a wonderful movie uh, oh yeah great quotes great moments yeah man um <laughs> the all these the what you just said your the, the the most wonderful word out of that whole thing is action right think about these movies we think about live action you wake up right action all right someone your director wherever they may be in your mind that voice inside your head says action that's right and it's time to go nothing happens without action one of my favorite things to say nothing works like work right when all else fails work just work work harder nothing works like work that's man that is so true because in work we get our bruises we get our you know we understand our feelings because we've put in the work we've put in the time we've put in those putting ourselves into those uncomfortable situations that's work that's work how do you resist giving in is is what it boils down to are you going to give in and how do you resist giving in? You continue to push yourself. You, you push yourself. You continue to have that director in your brain say action. That's right. And and the reason you're doing this is because you have a why. There's a reason. There's a why. There's a light at the end of the tunnel you're trying to get to. And as long as you have that why, you'll that action will come easier, right? You have the director. He has a vision in mind of how he wants this movie to look. So when he tells you action, there's a reason. There's something he wants out of you. He's moving everything and everybody to a certain direction to get that vision across on the screen, right? So and he's gonna keep he's gonna keep saying action over and over. Take one, take two, take three, until he gets everything moving towards that light at the end of the tunnel that he wants for that movie. Yeah. That's his why. That is. And and we all get to see that why That's when right. that movie comes out. That's right. You know, everyone's watching your why when you when you're out there making moves. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, one of the things that I can uh, use as an example, when I used to about 10, 12 years ago, I used to design shirts. I wanted to out label um, and I would show people as I was working on the computer 
my progress. Like, what do you think of this? I'd show them a certain thing that I had worked on and they couldn't see it, right? They would see, look at it, I'm not, I'm not really digging that. You should do it like this. And everybody had their own opinion of what I was doing and how I was going about it, right? So I learned quickly not to do that anymore because they couldn't see the end result. I could see it clearly in my head. I could see how the shirt and the design was gonna look clearly. The way I had it right now, it didn't look like that. And you, and unless you were inside my mind's eye, seeing the end result, you couldn't see it. So obviously your opinion, you know, you're only going based on this, this little part that you're seeing. So I had to understand that I can't ask them because they weren't seeing my mind's eye. They weren't seeing my why. Why am I doing it like this? So I had to quit asking them and just keep focused on my work, find a how of how I wanted to get there to get to that why, because I knew what the finish line was going to look like. And once I did that, things went a lot easier because I would get so upset, you know, that when somebody said, oh, no, this doesn't look right. Well, of course, it didn't look right to them. They couldn't see the end result that I had in my mind. I could. So I had to just stick to my own, stick to my path, stick to my why. And I always came out and and uh, with it coming out the way I wanted it to. Hell yeah, man! That's that's what it's that's what it's about. That's what's up. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. That's I great. hope this motivates you into finding your discipline, finding your habits, and yeah. resisting on giving up. Yeah, you got me all riled up now, Frank. How am I supposed to go to bed, man? I need to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> you well, you can write some. You write a couple of Monday motivations. There you then. go. You got my heart rate up. I'm all jacked Shoot up, ready yeah. to argue. Heck yeah, man. But that's, no, that's your up. why. Right, I love. You know, of course, obviously, I love talking about this kind of stuff. And uh, once again, thank you for all the kind words you said. And uh, yes, yeah, I'm very inspired again and motivated to get back to work. That's awesome. That's awesome. Don't forget. Download last week's episode, and if you like what you hear, leave us a review or drop us a line. All, All right. of our information is in the podcast notes. Uh, I'm working on a link tree, so you just have one spot to click. You get to see everywhere we're posting our information, and you know everything will be there. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's any topics you'd like for us to talk right. about. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We've got a lot of great listeners, uh, you know, interacting with us on right. Twitter. Thank you so, so much for, you know, listening to the show, letting us know what you think. Um, and good or bad. Yeah, good or <laughs> good you like or me, you bad. don't like Frank? Yes. Let me know. I want Absolutely. Hear <laughs> if you think Tom gets too riled up, let yes. us know. Let me know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, everybody, your attitude determines your altitude. You got it. That's right. And everybody, remember to stay sharp out there. And thank you once again to everyone. Awesome. Have a great night.